Welcome everybody to the Wild Nightcap. Pull up a chair, get yourself a drink. It's time to talk about the world of Warcraft. And welcome, everybody, to the... Oh, they can't hear me. That's interesting. Oh, boy. Gotta fix things on the fly. (laughs) This is on the fly. Uh, Ooh, hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Wild Nightcap. Uh, It's me, your boy. Uh, You know. Flattleman, uh, aka Peter. Hi, it's me, Peter. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Wild Nightcap. With me, as always, uh, your boy uh, Talon. He's six. He's got. God damn, dude, your eyes are hella green glowing. What's going on over there? Uh, Talon's here, and Talon's got flame eyes. Also, Talon is sixty, and I'm assuming a vampire. Absolutely, you know it. And we are in the halls of my people, of course. The halls of your people? Is that what the displaces? Is that a... Oh, dude, there's like vampire stained glass behind me. That's... Yeah, you know what? This is the halls of your people. You know what? Yeah, melted wax. Uh, a vial of whatever the hell that is. Uh, totally anima. Totally The anima. edgiest of edgelords. Yeah, there's brown yeah. juice on the table for me. I like everything here. Everything's here. For us. Well, thanks, Talon. Laura's here as well. Laura's actually the most colorful person at the table. (laughs) (laughs) And that's scary because, like, in real life, you'll always see me wearing, like, black. That's true. But here, in this world, (laughs) I am a rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) Rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. In this world, I can wave at people. Hello. Uh, I can even stand up. Yeah. Uh, So welcome, everybody, to the Wild Nightcap, Uh, your your show about the game uh, in in terms of not news and mostly conversations about things we did in the past week. So pull up the chair uh, because it is uh, sort of Christmas. Uh, it is the Winter Vale season in World of Warcraft. Uh, so this will be our holiday episode. Also, although we are celebrating uh, a holiday that looks like we're celebrating it closer. You know, it's funny. We celebrated Halloween in Northrend and we're celebrating Christmas in a vampire lodge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fitting, honestly. It's it's on brand, I guess uh, we can call it that. Brand? Yeah, we're building. The yeah. gang built a brand again, huh? <laughs> That's what we're doing again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, we're all here. And we and and the big news is that you are now 60. <laughs> yeah, finally am 60. Uh, oh, really excited boy. about that. Oh, boy. I can't wait to talk about all the things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I definitely took my time with it. And I just I can't wait to get into the conversation uh, a little bit later. But yeah. Uh, finally 60 and super excited uh man get got a lot of hype to to throw at the mic here here in just a little bit perfect uh so let, let's start off like i like we said we kind of cut out the news from the show 
But this, this, uh, you know, I want to talk about before we get into that though, real quick. Talon, what are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you had mentioned that we are in the Christmas sort of holiday season, uh, mm-hmm. winter veil. Yep. I am drinking a, uh, another mocktail but it's a uh cranberry and vodka or a um vodka cranberry however you want to call it but uh a version uh form of that so that's that's what i'm having um i also wanted to call it like a a revan dress drink or anima but i had nothing clever so can i can i ask you something and i and sure and it's not to be an asshole but it's can (laughs) i what when, I, when you say, like, is it vodka that you like that, like the rum? There's a, someone selling like a dry, like a non-alcoholic version of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Basically. I. Why do I feel like you got ripped off? Like, why do I feel that's the one? <laughs> where you so, got, are you I mean, saying I'll that you're drinking you, this? Tastes just like. I mean, it's basically just cranberry juice. It doesn't have any of the bite of what i would consider vodka and usually i like i go into like this whole spiel about like who it is who makes it and all that but uh i'm kind of moving away from all of that just today is sponsored by ocean spray all right laura what are you drinking (laughs) (laughs) so i i I feel like he's drinking a uh a cranberry potato at this point <laughs> Chili and Jack cranberry yeah, yeah, see, water. I, 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 cranberry I was going to say water, that before yeah. he did I was going to say that before he did Oh man like potato I mean, water. That, that's, that's what I have and then I also have um, You know as soon as this Drink runs out because I imagine that it will It will go very quickly um, Not because it's good I just want to get it over with I have some trusty eggnog Sitting in the back waiting for me too But uh, enough about my drink Foob what are you drinking? Well, it's not potato water. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> but it could uh, be. It could be. It could be. Um, well, I'll spare you the details, but uh, I've had an interesting day with my stomach. So today I'm just uh, drinking some Gatorade. I was going to, I thought you were going to say Pedialyte. <laughs> like, I got that. I mean, uh, well, probably should. Uh, well, I have. I have the probably the most Christmasy, 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 the most holiday of drinks. I have Wassel, uh, that's uh, mixed with bourbon, and there's a little orange wedge in my drink, and I'm drinking it out of a I ain't afraid of no ghost uh, Ghostbusters glass with a metal straw because I care about the environment. So this is the most hipster nerdiest drink. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, did you get that from like hipsters are us? I mean. <laughs> I Which mean, it part? suits you. It suits you. Only the metal straw is hipster, but it's not a paper straw. So, but it's also, there's bourbon in the wassail. So, technically, well, as long juice. as it's brown, <laughs> it's brown right, juice. Brown juice. <laughs> technically, sort of. Brown How many juice. versions of brown juice are you going to have by the time the show runs its course? Listen, my my liver has seen many a brown juices. Let me tell you, I don't know if that sounds right. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about real quick. I don't like I said, we're not a new show, but I I feel like compelled that this is the one thing of piece of news that we should somehow talk about. Former lead designer of World of Warcraft, 
Greg Ghostcrawler Street, Greg Street, uh, left, as most of us know, back in the day uh, around Pandaria, uh, a little after Pandaria, uh, I believe, uh, to go and work for Riot Games on League of Legends as the lead designer over there. Uh, and lo and behold, the other day, he, Greg Street tweets out, hey, uh, Riot has asked me to uh, start my new position, uh, creating a new IP, uh, expanding upon the world of League of Legends, uh, and it's going to be pretty massive. And then somebody's like, is it an MMO? And he's like, yes, it's an MMO. So Greg Street, now for Riot Games, is creating a new MMO for Riot Games based on the world of League of Legends. And that's huge because Greg Street gave us a lot of cool stuff. I mean, he he brought forth Burning Crusade and helped like immensely on the Wrath of the Lich King and Pandaria. So the dude does have the chops to make an MMO. Uh, I will keep an eye on it. That's all I really got to say. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's going to be pulling people away from World of Warcraft because it's such an institution, but League does have a pretty big following. And I know people that play League will be like, I like waifus, so let me get in on that. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I think that that's huge news. Um, I was a big fan of Wrath. That was my favorite expansion even to this date uh, so far, uh, withholding judgment on Shadowlands. Um, but Wrath has been my, my favorite expansion thus far. And knowing that um, Ghostcrawler is going to be working on uh, another IP with a very expansive lore already in its uh, um, mm-hmm. kind of registrar. I'm I'm really looking forward to see to seeing how that world is actually brought to life outside of just a MOBA, uh, especially with some of the bigger news that there's going to be like a, an RPG that's coming that's not necessarily multiplayer. Um, if I remember correctly, that's also in the vein of League of Legends. Uh, I can't remember it now, but um, League has some has some great uh, content and some stories that they could really tell. Um, especially in an MMO environment. And I think given their competitive nature uh, with MOBAs, it it could lend to a very, well, let's just say a new new MMO on the market instead of just the big two. All right. The big two. (laughs) Technically the big three, because ESO does pull in a lot of numbers. There's pretty mounts, I'm in. Pretty (laughs) mounts. Well, well, League is pretty, at least in their character design. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just maybe. like that Bassman. I, I, I don't know. I, I, pl- I still play uh, Blizzard's uh, MOBA. Heroes of the Storm. I like Heroes. I really do. I, I feel like it, it did a lot of fun things. I just think I don't think I just think it came out too late. I think that's the problem with that one. I think it just came out too late. I like Heroes though. Heroes got a bad yeah. rap. Same. Same. Morden is, uh, that's my boy. Uh, Dome in chat says Ruined King. It's a turn-based RPG. Uh, I was talking about that League game that I was mentioning. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's the only news I got, really. I mean, I, there's, I'm sure there was other WoW news, and I'm sure it has to do with Torghast, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, and I'm sure we're going to get into it. Anyway, I want to hear about Talon. Talon! You finished the story finally. Something that Laura and I have done. What I mean, let's start with Maldraxxus. We talked a little bit. We talked about Bastion on our last show. Let's get through the rest of it. Maldraxxus. What were your wait, thoughts? wait. Let's just disclaimer. 
there are going to be spoilers. Yes. So if you're listening and you haven't gotten to 60, you don't want spoilers. Stop but, listening. But also, why is you so far behind, boo-boo? Why? Why is that? <laughs> I know it's the holidays and I care about you. It's okay. It's okay. War Party still loves you. All right. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, Maldraxxus. All right. So coming from coming from Bastion, going into Mount Draxus, it was just like peaceful, beautiful, and then it really hit the fan. The emo angels came and like was just tearing stuff up. And you take that <laughs> same momentum and you go into you go into Mount Draxus, and they don't tell you why you're there except for like like the Primus and everything. They're like, hey, go to Mount Draxus because a reason. Um, but as soon as you get they there, told us why? <laughs> well, yeah, but like the the. That that's not the point. Like the point is when you get there, nobody cares that you're there. Nobody cares that you know you're the first soul that have walked through Maldraxxus and you know since yeah. the the machine of death broke. Uh-huh. Uh, they're just like, oh yeah, you're 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 a new a new face. Get out in there and and start fighting. Yes, you know? <laughs> I love just that though. You out there. <laughs> yes. Just like just get out there, scrub. Like yeah. you're gonna find out what you're made of. Nice and to hope so, Sally. Get out there and use your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. I mean, that was very like gladiator vibes. Like, definitely sold you on what Maldraxxus was all about. Definitely might makes right. You get out there, the one with with the strongest, um, you know, sword arm or or most cunning or whatever, and just pulls that all together and, and combat prowess. Uh-huh. That's going to be the one that that succeeds and wins the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they actually made it feel so. Wow has done this sort of like arena battle thing before, um, but this was the first time where it actually felt like, holy crap! I could, I could fall over here. Like this isn't a give me. Um, I mean, yeah, it wasn't super hard, okay, but I mean, it it's still like it still had mechanics. If you pulled too many, like you know, the the NPCs actually worked to to kind of come after you once you started kicking their tail a little bit and so that was really really fun i enjoyed that story yeah well i'm (laughs) i'm a demon hunter so it didn't really it didn't really bother me all that much because i can just jump all over the place um but where it like where mount jacks has really shined for me like outside of like that whole like opening sequence which was fantastic the best part for me was when it took that slow down pace to throw real genuine comedy into the story. So out of all of the zones, Maldraxxus was by far the funniest. Um, I can't remember the name of this character right now, and that's, that's going to bug me, but it's the one who uh, teaches you how to make a slime, uh, a little a little slime buddy. Um, he's just like, he's lost his mind, and he's like genuine uh-huh. thinking he's like the best person in the whole world and like doing all these great things, but he's just like... <laughs> Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That I mean, it, yeah. that that was fantastic. The way that they wrote that character and the pace in which that story went went really, really well. I just wish that after that they would have done another another climb uh, to a climax. So I feel like they they in Maldraxxus said they hit it hard. It was great, caught my attention, got some funny moments in there. We dropped off and, and got the runes for the sword, and then I thought we'd ramp back up and like finish on a high note. But then, you know, it kind of kind of just fizzled out at, at that point. 
Um, Fizzled for you. Where, well, <laughs> for me, yeah, yeah. Of course, all of this is is my is is my interpretation of all of this, and mm-hmm. you know that that's kind of where where I am at with with Boundraxis. Had a strong start, but uh, it, I feel like Drag the, the finish could have been better. I think the finish was just okay. I, no, in a good way. Like I liked it. Because it ended in such a way that it left you with like, ooh, like there is some like why why is the Primus missing? Like I picked up on the little things they were putting down. Now as I'm playing through the story of the campaign of their like the, of their exact like ooh, there's the ooh, I, I like what's going on here. Like I, I'm like, why is the Primus missing? What is going on here? Like there's a lot a lot to to be said. Also, I will say that one of the quests, along with the renowned system, like one of the quests is Grand Theft uh, Necropolis. So I'm pretty sure my quest line is fun as fuck. So so uh, <laughs> uh, sorry for the cursing this episode, but it's good. I like it. Uh, but you went from there to uh, Ardenweald, which is Laura's face. So you left my favorite place and you went to Laura's favorite place, Ardenweald. So where how'd that go? <laughs> All right, so I'm really glad that that's on the other side of the table right Uh-oh. now. Why, why, why could you say now? Why could you say? So, all right, um, going into Ardenwild, Ardenwild, I'll, I'll say this for my overall impression of it. Ardenwild was the, the zone that really made me understand the full impact of what's actually happening um, and why it's so dangerous and why it's, it's, it's a bad thing. So when we were in Bastion, we were like, yeah, this stuff, craziness is happening because like we think like in Bastion, we're led to believe that there's warring factions in the Shadowlands because of the anima drought, which makes sense, you know, um, even in, in life uh, for all of human history when resources grow short. People just start fighting with each other. It's, you know, do- well documented. When we get to Maldraxxus, that that sort of idea is intensified, except it's behind a uniting force. So almost like let's build an empire and then this empire will be the one to sort of control when and where all of this anima goes because we're the the might behind all of this. And then when we go into, um, when we go into Ardenweald, we see the real weight of the decisions that the people in Shadowlands are having to actually make. So there are um, wild seeds all over the place. And one of the wild seeds um, that we know of, if, if we remember in Legion, um, Ysera actually dies because she's mm-hmm. corrupted. Um, and her, her body, or her soul rather, goes to the Shadowlands and becomes a wild seed and your introduction into uh, Ardenweald is caring for her seed and you don't actually know that it's her until like the very tail end of it um but you're you're told this very heartbreaking story of how the winter queen has to make these really hard decisions to find out you know who gets the anima and who doesn't who whose seed is going to be fed and who is going to be left to wither and die and you can really tell the impact that it has on the people of Ardenweald because everyone there is just like they don't want to do it they know what they're fighting for and they just they know they have to fight but they don't 
they don't want to. They they wish that it wasn't a decision that they had to make. And it like that is really, really impactful. Now, that being said, the zone is beautiful. It's gorgeous. But holy crap, it is super busy. My gosh, <laughs> it is like there are things packed so close together. It was really hard for me to to really absorb all that I wanted to get out of it. Um, it just like I couldn't go more than, you know, a few yards without another mob wanting to be pulled or like coming in super, super close or anything like that. And so that was really, really aggravating. And that kind of colored my my perception of it. Um, especially at that point in Ardenweald, um, you're either going to have good RNG or you're not, depending on what kind of loot and gear you get. And so I wasn't like undergeared while I was there, but I would I definitely had to be super careful, which is understandable at the start of an expansion. But just how densely packed all the mobs and everything were, it just it got really frustrating, especially coming from Bastion and Maldraxxus, where things were kind of spread out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in Ardenweald, I, I guess it's because it's in a forest. Everything was just like right on top of you. And that uh, that got real annoying real fast. So what I'm hearing is. Is that you couldn't handle the majesty that was Ardenweald. <laughs> 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 you just you just couldn't handle it. It's just too. What, too what I'm hearing is. You're a demon hunter, and they're on the bottom of the totem pole for DPS. Ooh. And you couldn't handle all the mobs coming at you. That's what I'm hearing. I'm here. You know, last expansion, we used to be able to handle, like, 50 mobs at once, no problem, because we had evasion and everything. But then we we got nerfed, and then we got nerfed again, and then... We got nerfed again. Yes. Uh, but yeah. this is new expansion now. Yeah. And oh, now, like you guys, you guys had your spotlight, and yeah. now it's time for you to just simmer down and let other people take the spotlight. Yeah, dude. You don't even you don't even have war glaze right now. You just have two fencing swords. Yeah. Well, that's because I don't. Man, the ones that, that I got. Uh, the war glaives, they're just they, they yeah. stick out far too too much over the back and I just I don't like that. So <laughs> more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like they're huge. They're just uh, I'll show you. You, gotta, show you have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding no. me. They're, all right. So just for the podcast listeners, he's got two fencing swords and they they stick out pretty far from his person. Like they're fairly long. But his, he's saying his war glaives are longer than that. So, I mean, th that means they, they stand as tall as his blood elf, and I can't wait to see that. So, Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty big. I, I think um, he's trying to compensate for something personally. Yeah. Probably. Maybe uh, your wife wants to weigh in on that. No? No. <laughs> I love a nice tube. Hey, so <laughs> totally just kidding. Anyway, um, uh huh. So anyway, Ardenweald, I think, um, you know, some people like it, some people don't. Um, I mean, other than like the dense population, though, like it was enjoyable. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I really enjoyed the story. It was a freaking beautiful zone. The only negative that that I would have to take away from it would just be 
how densely populated it was. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, it was a beautiful zone, very well written. The 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 characters that that I got to meet seemed uh-huh. like real fleshed out characters, um, and not just like thrown out you. Um, Those characters NPCs. were made of real flesh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so since you went to a level, you went to a zone that was uh, full of content, and you didn't like it. Uh, you went to Camp to Revendreth after that, and. <laughs> Revendreth, what do you think? Uh, so I know this is the place you wanted to be. I know you clearly picked them as your covenant. Uh, no spoiler there. I think that was a given. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what did so, you think of Revendreth? Okay. So this, I mean, you know, just for full context, uh-huh. I'm biased here. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm biased here. This is was and is my favorite zone even trying to be as objective as I possibly can about all of it. This, this one really just blew me away because it not only was it everything that I was expecting, but it was so much more. Um, So just, just starting out like the winter queen is like, Hey, this is really, really bad. We're having to pick and choose. And now we're at the point where, we don't get to pick and choose anymore. It's now basically like uh, a slow bleed. There, there's no way that we're going to be able to sustain this anymore. Something's got to give. Go talk to my good buddy, the Nathrius uh, in Revendreth, because he's an expert at harvesting anima. And I'm like, okay. okay, well, you know, let's let's just ignore for the fact that, you know, Talon as a person already knows that okay. Denathrius is is a dickhead and needs to die. We go there and... You are introduced to the <laughs> the the best, I guess, um, comedic relief characters that um, outside of of the apprentice guy and from from Mount Jackson's. These two, like Tweedledum and Tweedledee, just they're absolutely great. They're little, little bitty gremlin goblin things, and they're, they're just like they're friends. They're our friends. That's Paul. They and are the that's Paul and Chili. They are wonderful. I love these guys. So you you are expecting to like go to this very aristocratic environment, right? And you're like, hey, you're gonna go to this, you're gonna go to Revendreth, and they kind of give you a little spiel about what to expect. Uh-huh. And so you have this coloring your your perception, right? And yeah. the first people you meet when you get there are these short little goblin guys who are like, hey, uh, it's a new soul in it. Yeah, uh, we ain't seen one of you in a long time. It's just absolutely hilarious, and it comes pretty good. I kind of <laughs> like it. It's pretty good. You kind of nailed that accent. <laughs> <laughs> it, like that's almost a little it, like parasol. Yeah, yeah. On top of each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's man. It was it was really great. And then um, they're like, "Hey, we're really not supposed to do this, but uh, maybe we'll show you around a little bit because um, you're supposed to be greeted by like Vinthir, but like." There's an anima shortage, so we'll do it for you. We got the job. We we can do this because I know it like the back of my hand better than than the whips that I get get lashed with. I'm like, dang, that's dark, but also really funny. So dark comedy is is a big big thing for me. Like I it, I don't know, it resonates. So talent yeah. finds <laughs> whips dark as dark comedy. No, got it. <laughs> <laughs> you you go through and these guys are showing you showing you Revendreth, and then you meet. Um, just as soon as you meet him, like the first thing that came into my head is like, man, I want to punch this guy in the face. Like, I just, <laughs> he, he walks right. up, he goes, yeah, 
Yes, I, I, I'm the Count, and I am in charge here, and I will be giving you the tour and introducing you to our master. I'm like, and I, no. I want to choke you. No. I want to choke no. you. <laughs> we've, we've had a serious drought of anima, but who a ma walker? Yeah, Can you just talk like, like that the rest of the, the show? Which, which one, him or me? Which, which one of us? Him, him. Okay, yeah, talent, go for it. <laughs> just the whole time. Uh, no, you're maybe not the rest of the show, but I'll, I'll, I'll sprinkle it in and throw it in there as, as we go. But like, he's just, like, he's just sitting there being just, like this pompous dickhead. He's just like telling Ooh. you about all of these problems. He's like, yes, we, we have the droughts, but our master is going to be the one to save us because he has this great, wonderful plan. I'm just like, yeah, that's great. It sounds like your master's a dick. I'm just just saying. And then like he goes on to explain to you that um, torture and basically subjective uh, or objective slavery is the way to to peace and balance. And I'm just like, yo, maybe, <laughs> maybe not, um, may, maybe not. Um, so fast forward all of that. You uh, you get introduced to a bunch of like major players in in Revendreth that are like uh-huh. basically the the court that runs the functioning government that is is uh, the Vinthier uh, body. Wonderful, fantastic. Uh, you find out that Donathrius is like the first vampire Vinthier. I don't. I'm not sure like what the lore is there. They haven't really gone too far into it. But basically, he was the one that sired all the rest of the Vinthyr that are in existence. So he was like the first blood. As um, you do. <laughs> so that was really cool to, to see that. So then if you're familiar with any kind of vampire, like lore, or <laughs> if you're on um, your vampire lore, hold on a second. Strap in <laughs> stat fans. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, usually the, the, the first one you like Dracula or, um, I can I always pronounce it one the one that starts with a um with an N, N- Nosferatu? Yeah, there you go. Those what, wait, 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 like wait. How, how would you have pronounced it? I need to know how you would have pronounced Nosferatu. I would pronounce it like Chili would pronounce it. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means exactly the way it sounds. Like Nosferatu? Nosferatu? I don't I don't know. Like I disclaimer, like I already said I don't know how to pronounce it. There you and, go. So and like those, two. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> those guys are usually like the strongest, depending on like how the story's written and what who the central characters are, uh, because they were the first vampire. Um, so that that kind of sets up Denathrius to be like the super mondo powerful dude. And then when you think about uh, the Shadowlands, how it's basically been in existence for eons. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- that that definitely colors your like. Oh man, this guy is probably pretty nasty. Um, we need to to be on our toes around him, which is great and everything. Until you find out that there's a rebellion, and and you're just like, huh? I mean, that's <laughs> great that that y'all are trying to fight against this, but I mean, why why are you fighting against it? So come to find out, there is like a uh, subterfuge going on within the Vintir court. Yeah. Where some of like his closest advisors are working against him to find out why the anima is going away. Where is it actually going? Because they're like, we do our jobs really well because there's some people who are like masochistic about what they're doing. And then there's others that like are genuinely 
trying to help people seek penance for for their past sins. Um, and the, the folks who are actually like trying to help people seek penance and, and, and all of this good stuff um, have this underground like rebellion going on by the gargoyles. And that's just the best way to say it, like the 90s gargoyles, basically, or the Stoneborn and WoW. Um, so some of these Venthyr and some of the Stoneborn are getting together to try to fight against the Nathrius and his like group or whatever. And you come to find out that the Nathrius doesn't even care. He doesn't even bat an eyelash. He's just like, yeah, whatever, not a big deal. And while you're discovering all of this, this is why this is my favorite zone outside of like the aesthetic and everything else. The Alice in Wonderland like <laughs> motif that is that is about the middle of Revendreth, uh, where you have um, the 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 mad guy and his two little uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledee. You also have uh, <laughs> the sword, which is called the Volpri, uh, which is the prince's sword. I mean, just like there was a lot of Alice in Wonderland uh, points throughout all of that. And I thought that was really enjoyable and a super good nod to one of my favorite, favorite books. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Going on past all of that, you're yeah. like, okay, we we finally got to a point where we can um, actually stand up against um, Denathrius. We're we're gonna we're gonna expose him. We're gonna be like, yeah, dude, you're you're screwed up. We we know what you've been doing. You've been collecting and harvesting the anima uh, for what we don't know yet, but we know that you're you're holding on to it. Well, when we show Denathrius, up, Denathrius, like, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> you we show up. <laughs> and he he's like the, the, like I'm excited to fight him in in the raid. I, I can't wait to see what kind of mechanics he's gonna put us through. Um because as soon as we get there, he's walking with one of his like um spies and he he's he like stops her mid-sentence and like she's going into this big elaborate thing about how great she is and how good of a job she's doing and how nobody can find out. And he just like puts his hands up and how could you be so stupid? to allow someone to follow you in here. And he takes out his floating sword and breaks the mirror that we come in through. And it's like, oh, Maul Walker, I thought that we could uh, have a mutual understanding, a friendship based on power and control, but uh, I guess not. And he proceeds to stomp us in the face. And not yeah. only does he stomp us in the face. The he's sire like, Nathrius is such a daddy dom. <laughs> dude, he like, he basically backhands like you and your, and your, um, your little vent there partner there just smacks you like you're nothing, like floats up in the air and destroys basically castle Nathria and just anima pours out from every orifice in this castle. Like we're talking tons and tons and tons and tons of anima just streaming into the mall, uh, essentially powering the jailer. And you're you're just watching this like holy crap because through all of this through Bastion and Aldraxxus, Ardenweald, and even part of uh, Revendreth, you've learned mm -hmm. how Anima is basically the fueling. Like I, I I get no other way to say it. The fuel that makes the Shadowlands function, and the more you have, the stronger you are. And it's just pouring into the guy that we really don't want to have all that power. So, like. 
what? And like the, the coolest part of it, his son decides to like stand up to him. He just grabs him by his throat and throws him aside like he's nothing. And then like, I don't know. It's super, super awesome. Like that guy is like, this is a bad dude. And I can't wait to actually go and fight him because one, I think the fight's going to be fun. Uh, two, I just like, he's one of those guys that you want to die. Like, man, like even more than the Lich King, like I wanted the Lich King to die. I really wanted to kick his butt. Um, but the Nathrius, like I, the special hatred for this guy, special hatred for this guy. So to go throw it in the chat real quick, Kitten Care Bear says, I'm so sad. Uh, Sire is a bad guy. I want to hear more of his voice. And then Laura said same. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the voice acting was pretty good. Um, it's really good, yeah. And I was I've done for the people. I love, I love Sire and Atheris. Also, Wassel. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of sad that um, during uh, when I fought him in normal at the end, when it was all over, I didn't get to hear the RP because it bugged out and only like two people in our guild actually got to hear it. So um, our raid leader was one of the people and like, you know how like when they do like uh, when they do all their RP, you can read it in the chat too. Although yeah. only like he could see it as well. So he started like voice acting it for a little bit. It was hilarious. He almost sounded like Gollum and yeah. So <laughs> that's how I heard the last part of what goes on. Gollum doing Sire to Nathrius? Yeah. Gollum. <laughs> like, he would do a good yeah, And Gollum's Kitten hard. Care was there too because she's actually the uh, tank in my guild. Hello. <laughs> uh, I mean, Revendreth is, uh, it's dope. It's one big castle. I like it. I like all the vampires. I like Tubbins and Gubbins. That's just Paul and Chili. Um, all in all, I was I was excited. Uh, so that leads me to my past week because talent talent's not here yet. We we stepped into the raid this week for the first time. War party did, and boy did we have a fun time. Poop bats. <laughs> Laura was there to help me lead. Boy, we learned a lot. We learned a lot about poop. We learned a lot about each other. Uh, I'm closer to everybody now. Uh, I feel everybody's closer to me. In fact, uh, I'm pretty sure we started a commune. So, so if anything, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if it's one of those sexy communes that you hear about on the internet, but it's definitely a commune. <laughs> there, there was poop all over the floor. Yeah, so everything we you want to have a hot commune. <laughs> poop on the floor. There was a bat. <laughs> First step of establishing a commune designate poop in the area. <laughs> so uh, hearing all of this makes me really glad, really, really glad that I happened to miss the first raid. Oh, don't worry. You'll what? learn about what corner of the pooping <laughs> come the first, oh, man. Uh, come Monday. Don't worry about that. You'll be pooping in the right corner. And we'll uh, learn about not to poop. In one of the areas, or you're gonna piss poop off. Yeah, and and don't poop in another area, or the tanks are gonna have a bad time. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I, I was there, top healer, 
Uh, that's true. Dome, Dome was there. Dome, Dome, and Lucy and Chili held it down for the underground. S- congrats to our healers because they 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 did so much learning on the fly. And Chili, big congrats to Chili. Uh, wow, rating first time. Proud, proud of my boy. Proud of my homie. Did it. Did well. So it was a so much fun, a lot of laughs. Uh, can't wait to step in again on Monday. Did we beat the bat? No, but but oh no, Lucy, don't worry, you did great too. Just saying, you and Dome were mwah, chef's kiss, perfect. Chili, I gotta give special props to Chili. Chili's playing on a controller. <laughs> Chili's, playing on a, Chili's playing on a controller. That's right, you heard me right. He's playing on a controller. He's he his main game is Final Fantasy fourteen. And he healed it, and he did well. I gotta give I gotta give my board credit. So, but Lucy did well. Lucy, uh, I think even pooped on the boss on our last pull. So, Lucy did a great <laughs> job. Go. So, yeah, uh, like um, even though a lot of people fun. were like undergeared, and um, several people were new to WoW. Like for that, it went pretty well. Like every pull, we went farther and farther into the fight people learn the mechanics and you guys will definitely have it down next week because you guys had that 1.8% wipe. So it's like right there. Yep. We're right there. So we're, we'll, we'll gather the people that we were missing last week. Uh, you know, want to want to go diving and, uh, Kataya will be there. I don't want to say the real names on the show, but th- those two, yeah. uh, you know, my, my, my goober of a best friend and, uh, <laughs> uh, and it is a lovely wife who's not a goober who will be also healing. So, and and, and Talon will be there. So that's gonna be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> but man, such a blast! We did LFR this week with uh, some of the people from that raid, and uh, we saw some of the other fights. Uh, I I just miss WoW raiding. It's so much fun. It's just so it just just like the camaraderie and the laughs that we had. I don't know. I like. We had some last doing rating in Final Fantasy 14, but man, there were some goofs. There were so many goofs. Like uh, at one point, <laughs> uh, our mage Rost- uh, Rostanovitz uh, clicked on the Warlock portal and teleported right next to the boss. <laughs> I don't know how that didn't get pulled. He was like right there. <laughs> like where the boss was, maybe six yards within the boss, and the boss did not pull. <laughs> and we're and like, don't move. Don't don't, breathe. don't don't do anything. Just stand right there. It, it's dinosaur logic from, from Jurassic Park. If you yes. don't move, it can't see you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh. And I and I'm over there just like as Jeff Goldblum. I'm like there it is. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum. Uh no, I'm not a germaphobe, but uh, in any case, let's touch it. Let's talk about uh <laughs> let's talk about uh just talent. Like what have you done post game? Like what have you touched post game? Like have you done any mythics yet? Have you done a heroics? What have you been doing post game to, to help get yourself to, to raid with us? So um, something that I've been doing um, and, and I would recommend anybody do it uh, similar to this way, unless, of course, you're like some super hardcore vet that, you know, uh, then I don't know what I'm talking about. Forgive me. I'm not worthy. 
But what I've been doing is basically trying to go through the um, the actual covenant campaign as much as I can because it it feeds you and funnels you into gearing and learning everything that you're going to need to be a viable. I I, I mean, in, in my case, a viable DPS throughout the expansion. So I I just that's what I've been concentrating mostly on and i've also been doing a lot of dungeons like i've been dungeon spamming the snot out of out of all the ones that i can do and i just recently got uh i'm 161 now i just completed a mythic uh okay. mythic zero with with some of our guild mates just before yeah. the show how that go and that was well <laughs> um some of us probably shouldn't have been in there and and uh just because of our, our, our gear. Um, but that being said, it was, it was still doable. And I wouldn't say that the gear was necessarily the issue at more so as it was that gear coupled with not knowing the mechanics that were coming up, mm-hmm. you know, understandably led to uh, a few things. Thankfully this was a, with, was a mythic zero. Uh, so we didn't have to worry about time or deaths or anything like that. So we were good there. But it was actually a really enjoyable experience um, being able to see being able to see dungeons executed by the developers in a way that that makes you want to go back in there, even with all the the, the frustration of, of dying and, and learning new mechanics and all of that, all of that jazz. I enjoyed it immensely. Um <laughs> Of course, that, that's that's also colored from somebody who used to come from Final Fantasy fourteen, where you know dungeons are just really long hallways that essentially all look the same. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I said what I said. Uh, don't at me or at me. I'll, I'll defend that. Whatever. Uh, y'all know how to find me on Twitter. Um, it just it was just really one of those things that, especially with with this new um, with the new expansion. I got to see new mechanics that I haven't uh, that I haven't seen before. They may be reused from like ages gone by, but they're definitely new to me. Um, they're man, so well done. So and like pretty the the way that <laughs> the way that they make it so that you can actually gear. Um, there's this buff going on right now called Sign of the Warrior. I don't know if everybody has it. I know that I do. And it's a bonus event for Shadowlands Dungeons. And the final boss of each uh, Shadowlands Dungeon will drop an extra item. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's for this week. That's the um, weekly thing. See, and that's that's fantastic. I'm I'm really glad that they're they're giving people that ability to kind of, you know, stay caught up with with everything and uh, not to jump too far ahead into the show, but. Um, even though I'm technically two weeks behind, I'm already I'm only nine item levels away from where I need to be caught up with everybody else. And that's going to be that's going to be done and knocked out pretty quickly with uh, some more mythic zeros and probably a few more heroics. And we'll be bada beam bada done. Um, if you do all eight mythic zeros this week, you'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm not even worried about that. It's going to be super smooth. Um, the other thing that I've been doing, and I seriously recommend this to any and everybody, the Maw and Torghast, so good. So good. I love these things. 
I, th- I thought I was going to hate it. Um, but just sort of like, I think it was like two episodes back where I sort of predicted that that's where I was going to spend the most of my time. Um, and that turned out to be true, even though how much I like love Revendreth, um, I really enjoy the mall. I like the the mall is a fun, genuine time for me. Uh, I, I like exploring it. I like seeing all the mobs. I like being able to, you know, plan my routes and everything and then going into Torghast itself. Man, I'm I'm probably going to do Torghast just for fun, just to see how high I can go uh, with all the different classes that I'll I'll end up leveling throughout Shadowlands. I heard they just nerfed it, so it might they be a did, little bit better. I could really tell that they did because I went from floor one to six, no problem. Like, oh, you did? Yeah, I haven't done like, it this week yet, so I didn't see how big the nerf was. It was like I didn't even have I wasn't worried at all. And being a demon hunter, I mean, we're, we're used to bigger pools anyway. But even then, like I would pull three hallways. <laughs> I pulled three hallways and was fine. Um, and then the, the, the other part about Torghast that I really like that I really, really enjoy is the the strategy behind it. So you can either take that risk and go and try to clear all the halls within a given floor or you can really think about how you want to best use the um, the power-ups, I guess is the best way to, to explain it. The power-ups that you get, like choosing which one you think are going to be most beneficial for you at the time. Because depending on what floor you're on and like what the debuff is, you know, you may need more health or you may need to be doing more damage or you maybe need to be faster. You need more haste or, or anything like that. Um it's just it's it's really cool and it's super dynamic. I love it. I really wish that more games would have that kind of uh, experience in it. I agree. I I I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, Torghast is just uh, deep dungeons from from Final Fantasy." Having now that you've now done Torghast, do you think it's the same? No, it's not even close. I mean, yeah. it's the same in that they both have like dungeon Maybe. crawler aspects. Maybe, but Maybe. I mean that, that's like saying that D and D and a risk are the same thing because they're both a <laughs> tabletop. <laughs> like it's it's just it's not comparable. Oh, I mean, I yeah, see. You're, you're fighting, and yeah, you have like characters you can move and like basically build a story around that session, but. It's, I see it's you not picked same. Australia, a man of wise taste. <laughs> I mean, I do pick Australia every time I pick. Oh, you dirty son of a <laughs> <laughs> I do it every single you time. You cheating son of a <laughs> Well, everyone's like, oh, I don't want that. That's the smallest piece of whatever. And you don't but get hardly any truth. No. I'm like, yeah, except I'm going to like build it up forever and I'm not going to move and I just have like a ba- I basically no. have Athlanathria right here. No, 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 no. Australia gets you so many benefits when you first start. <laughs> See, people are like, oh, no, Australia, but then they don't, like, they don't remember. Like, oh no, Australia counts as like a whole thing. You get extra bonuses. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, sure do. Dumb. <laughs> Chili uh, uses anyway. Brexit. <laughs> womp womp. But yeah, so like, I've, been, I feel I've like been gushing and talking like like basically the majority of the show. I kind of want to get like uh-huh. y'all's y'all's like overview of of everything. Like, so I was ecstatic about it. Of course, Revendreth was was my favorite. I liked Torghast. I love the mall. Uh, it was like this whole expansion was 
was just like you said, chef's kiss. But y'all haven't really got a chance to sort of explain <laughs> what y'all what, what y'all think about it. Like like Laura, what what Ardenweald was your zone, but like tell like now that that we like all spoilers are are out in the open and you can talk about all of it. What do you think about it? Well, now that they're not the tiptoe. Um, well, okay. So everybody knows, obviously, like you said, Ardenweald, best place ever. Um, I also, yes, as Susan said, uh, rating, I, I went through the entire raid on normal and then half of a rug. Yeah. Half of a rug. Um, so the first day or so of raid, um, originally my guild was just going to jump into heroic and then we were just going to, you know, go from there. But the tuning was, oh my God, like, and we weren't the only ones that were like, what is happening here? Like a bunch of, you know, like streamers and stuff too, were just like, wow, this is severely overtuned because they tuned it to where, um, everybody should have been around like 200 eye level, give or take and have their legendaries, which I guess makes sense. But, you know, so we had to go through normal. Normal was overtuned to certain bosses. So, you know, we didn't get as far, we didn't get, through it as fast as we wanted to because what we wanted to do was get through all of normal and then do some heroic. If I remember correctly, we did all of normal and one heroic boss last week. And then this week we did four or five heroics and all of normal. Um, I enjoyed the raid. It was, you know, there were a few fun encounters. Um, some encounters had many mechanics that were unforgiving if you fuck up, you know. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, the last fight, I didn't really get to see the cutscene because, you know, bugs. Because yay, Blizzard and bugs. But, you know, I got it acted out in a Gollum voice, so I guess there was that. Although Sire's voice... I would have definitely liked to hear more of, for sure. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Sired and Athreus really makes the Adama fill. You know, that makes the basement fill with Adama. If you know, know what I'm saying. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, it, and you know, um, I'm just shaking I, my head. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Ma Torgas. Um, the Ma. The mall. Well, okay, so just like Talon was saying about Ardenweald, how like mobs everywhere. That's mm-hmm. how I feel with the mall. Mobs everywhere. It's really hard to just like truck through them and just go to where you want to go because they all have like slows and shit. Um, so I'm constantly having to just like speed boost through shit, feign death a lot just so I can get to where I need to go because with the mall, if you kill too many things before you, you know, complete your quests and your dailies, you get kicked out or at least your little like mall thing, the tears go up and it just makes it more and more difficult to stay in there. So, you know, that I kind of don't like, but I mean, I, I guess, you know, that's just how they designed it. So you know, like it's taken me a little bit longer to get my rep up than I'd like. 
And then when I do die, it's it's really annoying when you um you get resed up like halfway across the map because then you got to go all the way back to your body just so you can loot it. Because if you don't, then you're out like a thousand of whatever the hell the currency is. Not even going to try to pronounce it. Stygia? Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, so, and that's a lot of currency to just leave there and not go pick up because sockets are going to be 4,000. And, uh, yeah, I need, I need all the stuff I can get. And I'm 4,000. Oh, yeah. I'm almost revered, I believe. So, yeah, that's a thing. And then Torgas, I did the first three or four by myself. Three, I think. And then I had my GM come. And um, he he's a Boomkin. Boomkins are ridiculous right now. And they're one of the few classes that don't have a cap on AoE. So he can literally just sit there, moon and sunfire every single mob and just kite for days and they all just kind of die. Can someone alert my other co-host uh, Shin from Mails from Radio? He might like to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, I just, I take him along with me now. Uh, although now that it's nerfed, I'm probably going to go in there either later tonight or tomorrow and see just how nerfed it is. Um, Cause I need to do seven and eight and then on the other one, eight, just so I can get all my stuff and then craft my legendary that I really don't want to use. Which I think I talked about mm-hmm. last time about how I have to do a trap and a flare every like 20 seconds or so. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, right now I'm using my second best in slot, which just makes my beastly wrath stronger. So... Which, it's not too bad, though. Like, I mean, I'm, like, middle of the pack. I'm not, like, you know, top three or four, like, the other marksman hunters. But I'm also not at the bottom with, like, rogues and demon hunters. So, you know, sorry, Talon. And, um, you know, I just, I guess when I get to the bottom is when I'll switch over to marks. But I, I prefer Beast Mastery for sure. And um, what else? I, I'm hoping that, you know, they have more stuff out in the world to do soon. Because even though I, there is a lot to do soon, there's not going to be a lot to do. So I hope they put out a new patch soon. I know. It's so soon. I know. But at the same time, I want more and more. I love this expansion. And I just, I can't wait to see, like, what else they're going to put out. Um, I just started um, getting a few mounts here and there. Like, last night, me and Flattis and a few others, we went and got the um, the maze one where you get yeah. the unicorn. That was fun. Yep. And it Sparkle matches my mom. Pony. Yeah, the Sparkle Pony matches my mog really well, so I'm happy. It does. I I love this expansion. There are so I, I much did. damn charm in this expansion. <laughs> you said there's good and bad to it, of course. Like there is yeah. no perfect expansion, but um 
I started in Mop. Mop was my favorite expansion until this one came out. Now this one is. Um, But Mop does hold a special place for me because it was when I just started to learn everything. And, you know, I had like the, I I met a lot of people and, you know, just, just the whole like learning process of everything in the game was really fun. Um, And I I see that in Flattis' Guild. Like there's a lot of new people and it's really fun to just watch them enjoy the game for like what it is before they get like tainted by all the toxicity in this game that can happen. So try not to let it happen to you. I I can't say anything like bad about this. I mean, there are not great things about this expansion, like lackluster things, but they, the good so much weighs out like those things that it's like hard to be like, yeah, it's like not great. Uh, but they fixed a lot of that stuff. Like Torghast, they felt like needed a little bit of a, a balancing act and they got it. And I, I think that's great. Um, uh, there is Maldraxxus is phenomenal. I think the writing made every zone feel unique to where it was. Like, I didn't feel like this was a co- copy paste of such and such a zone. Right. Like I felt like every zone was so unique. The story it was telling was unique to that zone. Oh yeah. Just like, um, in like older zones where you see like the same, um, mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah. And that wasn't now, uh, that's legion to it. <laughs> yeah. Le- really, uh, like, were three caves and that's uh, it. Man, that is so true with Legion. It's like, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to a Legion, go to a cave, you'll walk in and there'll be one loop and then you'll, the exit's at the, like the top and you'll jump down and you'll be at the entrance of the cave. Go to a different cave, it's the same cave, but it just might be like, uh, like reversed. Mirror like, flipped. Like, mirror, mirror flipped. Yeah, that's it. That's all they did was mirror flip. Like there's so, so much unique storytelling and world building with each of these zones like bastion like i said like when we first talked about bastion bastion's super beautiful and there's clearly something going on with the emo angels and like the not emo angels and why is that happening like what's going on uh and clearly like there's a lot going on with uther and devos and all that stuff then you have maldraxxus and the reason why we're going there is like, hey, they attacked. What the hell's going on? Like, they've never attacked. Come to find out, hey, we're short on anima and we need to do something. Like, we need anima. So we're, we're, they were just going to steal it. And they figured since the Primus is gone, like, no more. Like, Primus made the rules about, like, you know, a truce. You know, he's dude's not here anymore. Screw it. We'll attack. You know? And that's, it's crazy to think, like, and Maldrax is like the army of four like the the afterlife for the shadowlands come to ardenweald right it's this the home for the spirits of nature and stuff like that and why ysera went there and also the hugest of lord drops if you're a loraner the hugest of lord drops where uh the 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 winter queen was like oh my sister's pet are you kidding me with that (laughs) are you kidding me oh her sister's pet oh just saying, like if you did not pick that up, that's, Hold that's on a huge. Wait a minute. 
Uh-huh. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just now like. Uh-huh. Did I just blow your mind? You, like, I heard that line. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she she probably has a sister somewhere out. And then the but then like, like, I know who has saved Ysera's life time and time and time and time and time again, especially with that cutscene that they showed. Like, uh-huh. who ferried her to Ardenweald specifically? Yeah. Bro. Hey, there, you go. there it is. There it is, folks. <laughs> There it is. That's what I'm talking about. And then Revendreth is like a zone that's made to feel like vampire, like vampiric and gothic feels vampiric and gothic. And they nailed it. And Sire Denathrius is a person you love to hate. You love to hate him like you love him and you hate him. And I love it so much. It's such a great, great expansion. Such beautiful world building, such Great writing, the voice acting out of the park. Like, I, I am, I am thrilled with this expansion. Thrilled, like the extra month. I mean, is there still some bugs and some weirdness? Yeah. Am I upset? No. Like, I am so so happy, so so happy. There's one thing I did forget to mention that they oh. really fixed. Oh. Okay. So, I'm sure most people have experienced this. Uh-huh. You're trying to get some last pieces before you go into mythic zeros. Yeah. So, you queue up for some heroics. Yep. You get a boss down, people leave. You know Ooh, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I experienced Blizzard, this. Because yeah. Blizzard chose to put legendaries that drop off like the first boss or the second boss. What they should have done was have all legendaries drop off the last boss yep. so that people don't just up and leave. Because it, I, I've been hearing everywhere how difficult it is to even just queue for a heroic. Like, yeah. that's kind of ridiculous. Yep. That, that my first heroic that I queued for once I got to item level, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to queue up for uh, a random heroic. This will be fine. Uh, we went through the first boss. Two people left. It's like, oh, uh, wait, the- what? Okay. Got the second boss. The tank left. I'm like, what? what is happening? The easiest way to fix that, I'm telling you right now, the easiest way to fix that is not to change the loot tables because that's probably tougher for them. The easiest way to fix that is put um, regulations on queuing and say, listen, like, don't, like just say, hey, listen, doesn't matter what boss you leave after. 30 30 minute to an hour lockout i and i think that should stack like if you do it twice hour like it just keeps doubling up two hours like like, let's say you're not the one that leaves first somebody else does or it just happens to be a really bad run so you want to leave then you get penalized so it's kind of like it's really difficult i i would say that that's it's an unfortunate side effect of it because which which if you're having so much of one way and then the the lower end is the other, you're going to have to go for the higher end, right? You're going to say like, listen, we're going to punish people for leaving so early that the people that are leaving for the bad runs. All right. We understand it's bad, but you're going to have to eat that 30 minutes. All right. And that sucks, but it, it stops the upper end until they they stop doing that. It's 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 it sucks. I get it. But the that's 
If you leave a bad run, you ain't trying hard enough, Kermit says in chat. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like putting it on the last boss will just make less people leave. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, there will still be people that will try to, like, skip bosses and do some uh -huh. weird crazy shit to get to the last boss. But you have a better chance of people staying and finishing the dungeon. I just think it's harder to switch. I mean, I don't know, but I don't know if it's easier or harder for them, but I think just putting a lockout on bosses is fine. Like, cause I know like after you beat the first boss, you just drop. So most people are just dropping after first and second bosses. So rather changing, changing loot tables might be harder for them. So like implementing a time change and say, Hey, if you drop after any boss, but that's what I say for any game, Go to the forums, put it on the forums, ask your friends, oh, upvote it. Oh, I'm sure they're looking at that. There's no way they're not. There's no way they're not. They know. You know the, they have there's know. also this other like weird, uh, it's it's like kind of an archaic thing that nobody does much anymore. But WoW is, is like, you know, they're trying to, to break free. Uh, just mm -hmm. don't be dicks and up and leave when you don't get the loot you want, maybe. Like, hello? Uh, yeah, you know, be respectful thing. of other people, other people's time and know that, you know, sometimes there's DPS in there. And yeah, I get that you're a tank and it doesn't bother you all that much. But I mean, when you just up and leave like that, you're really screwing over four, three to four other people who set time outside of their real life to mm -hmm. set and enjoy a game. Mm -hmm. Like, so maybe, maybe, you know, don't do that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I have a solution, Talon. You know what they could do? Your I'm silence. all here. All right. Your silence, your silence speaks volumes. Uh, <laughs> they could join a war party. The, 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 the guild on Nisera. <laughs> That's right. Shameless plug for our guild. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, we're like, I think that's kind of the cool thing about our guild is like, we've all been willing to like, reach out to each other for running mythics and stuff like that and you know we don't we'll, we'll see it to the end we're not going to leave you high and dry and like i've seen people stay up late to run mythics i've, I've clearly stayed up past my school nights uh chili's a ddr healer and raid if you have not seen that screenshot in our in our discord you should join our discord and look uh, uh wow screenshots and see how chili even attempts to <laughs> raid in this game so. I mean, go, going on the whole shameless plug thing, I mean, uh -huh. our, our guild does have a ton of people who are who have just gone above and beyond to not only level their main characters, but also off specs and, and everything else to genuinely, hey, if you need help running a mythic, let me know. We'll we'll go and we'll we'll do all of these things. And it's been an organic thing that's just grown from just the kind of environment and people that, that we're trying to to bring into our guild. So. Uh, I mean, seriously, the yeah, shameless plug and all that jazz. But honestly, if you're looking for a place that that does have a kind, polite LBGTQ plus uh, friendly environment where, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, so long as you're not a dick, um, like, a you know, a, a butthead, Man. you're, you're going to be welcome here. You said the D word so many night, times tonight. <laughs> I does, did, and I does Raven said something like, "Oh, does, said a dirty word." Does Raven know you're saying the D word a lot? I feel like Raven doesn't know. 
Uh, she's listening, but she's just like, I think she's AFK. Or she might be <laughs> making cookies because uh, we're making cookies oh, for our family she, tomorrow. No, hold up. What kind of cookies? Let's hold on a second. Stop the um, wow talk. Let's talk about cookies. Butter, butterscotch, chocolate chip, and chocolate chip pecan. I'm just like. The real question is, where's the banana bread? Yeah, where is the banana uh, bread? No, okay, so I set aside the bananas um, <laughs> that we're going to use for banana bread. Uh, like, they're sitting, like, right by our, our, our oven because, like, I'm, that's going to be part of what we're making, too. And it's just like, oh, it's so great. Uh, it's funny that you made that. Chili, we're going to have to get you. Next time you come to the come to the States, we're going to get you some banana bread. And that's actually something we've never talked about, what, like, I guess that, uh-huh. that'll be a lore dump from the show <laughs> later uh, on. But, what? Banana bread? <laughs> yeah, banana bread. All right. <laughs> banana bread network. The b- <laughs> Am I supposed to find like banana bread recipes in the game and somehow related to lore? Like, oh, this bread, this banana bread was found off the coast of Stranglethorn and such and such and a monkey and a gorilla and all the bananas. They have a WoW cookbook. Maybe there's some sort of banana bread recipe. I would love that cookbook so much. <laughs> so, hello, audience. If you have a copy of this cookbook, find us some some banana bread recipes and tweet at us, please. Or or please, email us. Please, yeah, email us at uh, wownightcap.gmail.com. Yendi, I know you have that cookbook. If you're still listening, you should uh, let me know if banana bread's in there. Yeah, wildnightcap at gmail.com. If you want to send me recipes from that cookbook, I will cook them. I will. I will honestly cook them. I will take photos. I will tweet them out. I'll post in our Discord, and I will eat it. Tavern eats. Yeah, tavern eats. But so, I mean, there was one other point that I wanted to make about... uh, Rev and dress before we uh, sort of wrap okay. things up. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Getting back on topic. And this is a short little thing. It's not going to be super long. But um, if anybody's like old school Disney fan, like uh, Snow White, Beauty and Kim, the Beast, and Kim Possible. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Okay. No. Phineas and Ferb. Well, uh, anyway, so the whole aesthetic of Rev and dress. <laughs> <laughs> looks very much like a French countryside from Beauty and the what Beast. French, what French crunch? Wait, wait a minute. I can't even say the words French countryside. <laughs> hold on a second. Stream, hold on. We're going to run outside. What French countryside are you talking about? Looks like this. What are you talking It's raining blood. <laughs> it's raining blood. Okay. <laughs> is it actually right? Oh my god, it is writing blood. I didn't know this was a thing. You didn't know that. Oh my I god. Know. Well, as you know, uh the rain in France is also type B blood. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, really France. <laughs> One thing no, I but like you know the opening scene in, in the original Beauty and the Beast that, that Disney made? Um like when it has like the, the the trees and it's like zooming into the castle for the first time and yeah, everything. Where it's all like um, bonjour, the, bonjour. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. All a right. lot of those trees and everything uh, have the same style like here in 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 Revendreth. And when I was walking through, I was just like, man, this looks really really cool um, because it doesn't look like yeah, Wow has this like 
aesthetic of like being too cartoony, or at least that's what some folks say. Oh man! Um, but I was just like, man, they really hit that that marker of like being keeping with like their aesthetic, but also going into a a form of realism. Like this made me feel like yes, this is a giant like castle fortress that is sustainable. Like it has its like its own woodworking. It has its own mines. It like, like an actual kingdom. Like it was super believable. Um, and that was the only like thing that I wanted to say was, was that little bit like the art artistic design for uh, Revendreth really reminded me of um, the French countryside. That is uh, beauty and the beast. I love the little carts that you could just like jump on randomly. So you don't have to like run around the zone. Like, and I think they go a little bit faster than mount speed too, which is nice. Um, I also did find out if you are standing in the road when one comes by, it'll hit you and stun you. For sure will. Yeah, I was like, oh, hi. You don't go through me. Okay. Um, now, I, one thing I, I didn't uh, get to say earlier, um, what I don't like about the zone is there's a lot of like climbing to get to things and when you can't figure out how to get up somewhere it really annoys me because i have to like run around trying to figure out how to get up to a quest oh yeah i'm just gonna stretch my wings real quick i don't that's i'm talking about going upwards not downwards yeah yeah you you still can't stretch your wings to go up just saying down is fine because I can just disengage at the last second before I splat. Or, you know, I have gliders, so I can be demon hunter too. I'm sorry, I just can't get this out of my head. It's like, there goes the vampires out there hustling. <laughs> they need anima. Oh, so bad. <laughs> We're out here red and dread. Uh, the sun will cause us death. <laughs> is that, man... Sire oh, so, so we, we have we have tavern drinks, we have tavern uh-huh. eats, and then we also have uh, tavern juice. melodies. This is this is this is everything you want, and then like uh, drinks with your friends on a Friday night. We got it all here, folks, at the Well yeah. Nightcap. It's all here. <laughs> yeah, everything's here. <laughs> so what happens when I've had two bourbon drinks, uh, and I'm pretty sure my bartender is really heavy on the bourbon. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Susan. And now we have dancing trolls on the table shaking the booty. So, I mean, it, it's a night. That, see, this yeah. is this is why you should tune in live because you get to see this kind of quality content. Oh. And it's actually point, point of view right there. Yeah, there it is. Let me just roll in first person. Where the Zandalar oh. trolls are dummy thick. Come on out to the WoW nightcap. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, well, right. I don't know of a better way to to finish off my glass than than that because that you know I will I will raise it I will raise my glass and and down my drink to that. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Brown uh, juice well, here too. Well, let's get uh let's get going to some. Oh, hey! Before we start uh, doing that, I want to I want to do something real quick. Uh, you know, I can always say, hey, where to follow me is just just look for me at Flattus at F-L-A-T-T-U-S-S on, on Twitter. You'll find all my links to all my things. But but 
Uh, I was a guest host on the Whispers of War. That show is not that episode specifically has not come out yet. But uh, Mick Monkeys, aka Sill, uh, has been in the Wild podcasting game for so so long. Delightful person. Uh, I've known Sill uh, since maybe over 10 years let's i think that's how long she's been podcasting uh like just in reference to wow uh she she had the, she took the time to to interview me about us the wow nightcap and i explained the show and 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 took the time to to give her all the uh, the amazing amazing deets about us and uh that episode will be coming out i believe next week uh, and I, I will tweet it out. Uh, you'll get to hear me and, and still go back and forth about uh, our show, about the game, about uh, all things Nightcap and World of Warcraft. And it was a, such a lovely time. And I want to give a shout out to Sill and the Whispers of War podcast. Go, go, go follow the Whispers of War podcast. Sill does an amazing job. Uh, she's just like a consummate uh, professional and uh, so, so funny and, and so loving of this game and the community uh and thank you still for letting me be on the show and talk about my co-host because i talked about you both uh, a lot more than i talked about myself so uh so you know i i think you should go listen to that podcast you'll get to learn more about the behind the scenes and why town's the the most polite boy and i'm the exact opposite of that <laughs> and, and, and why Laura is probably the best wild player out of the both of us. So uh, there's no probably about that. That is an objective, true to life fact right there. Yeah, I'm terrible. What are you guys talking about? Get so, out of here. So uh, of course, uh, Talon. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Talon Broadbent. T A L A N B R O A. D B E N T, um, and you can also follow me at on tw- uh, blah, blah, blah. you can follow me on <laughs> Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash talent underscore broadband. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you find my Twitter, uh, it has links to all the things: the YouTube channel, the 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 Twitch, the the everything. Um, so yeah, and you'll also find some recommendations of all the people I think you should go listen to and hang out with because there's mm-hmm. lots of great creators out there. Yeah. Laura, what about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, well, I have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, foob underscore wow. Yeah. When you get a hundred followers, uh-huh. I will uh, give out a nice little pet. And uh, it's going to be one that's worth about a hundred K. Give or take. That's nice. That's Still nice. not sure which one yet, but um, it'll happen. Maybe. Got to get a hundred fo- followers though. Yep. I think the last I saw was at like around 20. So. Oh boy, 80 more. <laughs> AKA, if you're not following, go follow now. Do it. Do it. And once in a while, once in a very, very long while, um, mm-hmm. I uh, I even stream on Foob underscore wow at Twitch. It's been a while. Maybe I'll do it sometime this week. Who knows? Yeah. Just follow for the secret. Uh, Twitch streams that wow that food food does, uh, and like I said, you can follow me at all things. But with that said, our glasses are empty. I, actually, my second glass is still half full, but <laughs> our glasses are empty, <laughs> and that means that the show is over. Uh, I can finish my drink. Uh, 
before they they kicked me out of the bar here. Uh, with that said, we hope you all have a. I hit my mic. I hope you didn't hear that. Uh, I hope we hope you all have a lovely and safe holidays out there. Uh, we will see you in the new year. Our next episode is on the first. That's right, New Year's Day. I believe all three of us will be here uh, unless uh, something crazy happens. Uh, but you know, it happens late at night, so we should all be here. Uh, so we hope that you come uh, post hangover and join us here in the tavern on New Year's Day for episode nine. Uh, so you know, until then, be safe, enjoy time with your uh, you know families if you're living with them already if not enjoy time by yourself uh and play world of warcraft uh you can find us uh war party on yasera and of course we will see you next time thank you all and have a good night I mean, I have so many Jeff Goldblum sound clips on on the soundboard. I use them more I'm, often. I know. So that's what your impression is of me: bold with lingering flavor. Yes, bold with lingering flavor. Yes, yeah, that, that's, that's that's cranberry and potato water. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have on there? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not a germaphobe, but uh, in any case, let's touch it. If I were a cheese, what would I be? <laughs> oh, An absolute I monster. I love Jeff Goldblum so much. The Jeff Goldblum thing was such a non sequitur. What are you talking about? The smoothest transition ever. Oh. You know, one joke, day man. we're going to be able to... Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if that was you or Jeff, uh, and I didn't want to walk over. I, I didn't want to walk over the the, the great Jeff Goldblum, so I just was like, "All right, Jeff." I didn't know if it was you or Jeff. No, it was you or Jeff. All right, sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. It's okay. Talent didn't mean to step on you. It's step on your toes. I like to do it to myself sometimes. There you go. Uh, maybe too much. <laughs> well, we get it, Jeff. It's fine. You know, I, uh, I, under I understand. I understand. I understand. Uh, you know what? Not all of us can be comedic geniuses. It just wasn't funny. I, I know. I know. I apologize. <laughs> oh, I apologize. my God. <laughs> I apologize. I'm glad it's having a whole conversation. <laughs>